everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Global Game. As always, we are your hosts, Sean D and Pablo H. Hey, everyone. And as you all know, we'll be continuing our mini-series on the 10 best players of every position. And today we're going to go into center defensive mid. So we've actually um, differentiated center defensive mid from center mid. And I think we'll do one next episode that combines CM and CAM. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we think that CDM is a pretty different position. It's not a different position, but there are players who are mostly CDM and not center mids. So we've chosen to make a separate top 10. And actually, we're, since we have so many players who are equally as quality, we decided to actually include 12 just because we couldn't choose between 6 and 10, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's get into it. 12, who do you have? Number 12, I have Ndidi, Leicester City, CBM. Oh. The oh, you, did, you did not read him. Yeah, am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he did have a... He, he has been... Uh, last season he was super good for thing uh, for Leicester, as well as Tielemans too. So mm-hmm. I think both. Yeah, both Leicester has such a stacked team if you think about it. I know they're solid everywhere. Yeah. What? They're solid all around in every exactly. Position. Yeah, at number twelve, I have um Declan Rice. Oh, yeah, he almost made my list. And I think he's, I, I don't know, I, I just like watching the Prem more than any other league, so there might be a bit of a bias, but I think he's really good. He's played for a CDM and center mid for West Ham. He's really been a pivotal part of their team, as you, as we can see by their hesitancy to sell him to Chelsea, despite the price tag. Mm-hmm. And I think he's... Pretty people say he's overrated to the extent that I think he's underrated because he's also plays pretty well for for England. Yeah, and these FIFA have him as a seventy nine rated rating, which is crazy, in my opinion. But they have him as like the same rating as Scott McTominay, which I do not agree with. Yeah, it's much better. No offense to him, but yeah. Rice plays a much more influential role for his team. And at number 12, FIFA, they have, just a second, because we just added the 11th and 12th place. They have, the heck? They have F- Fernandinho. Oh, wow. At 12. Okay. With an 84 rating. Oh, already. So I have a higher. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. So, 11th place. I'm going to place. I have Alex Witzel from Dortmund. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been he's been solid for Dortmund. Like he he's he's consistently like on the field. Like he's almost always they're starting CDM there, and they usually play with two. And now him alongside Jude Bellingham is actually pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, nothing to add. He's pretty good. He was in China. 
Dortmund brought him back. Brought him back. Yeah. And now he's playing really well in Europe. So he got the money, and he's now playing in Europe again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. I have him at number eleven too, and number eleven FIFA have Lucas Leiva from Lazio. Wow. Did, did, so, he, yeah. did he put him in your list? No. No. Yeah. The fact that it's actually really surprising they have him higher than Fernandinho. Yeah. But I we'll get into him later, I think. Yeah. So, number 10. Number 10, I have Alan, the new Everton signing. Yeah. Everton's off to a great start in the Premier League, like 3-0. And, you know, that new, though all those new signings, Alan, Bukura, and Hamas have really fit well together. And I think, you know, Alan, Alan's obviously... Um, good technically, hardworking, and yeah, I think it suits them. Their playing style well. Yeah, I agree with you. I have him at ten also. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because he was actually really instrumental for Napoli mm-hmm. in their European conquest. He was like the rock at the back that allowed Mertens, Lozano, all their attacking players to go forward. And he's he was actually like everyone regarded that as a quality signing for Everton, at a relatively low price too, reuniting with Ancelotti. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have ten too. He's pretty good. Plays for Brazil too. Yeah, solid at the back. Yeah. And now, number oh number ten. Um, FIFA have Alex Witzel. So one spot higher than both of us. Okay. They also gave him a uh, eighty-four rating. Okay. So they're all relatively the same rating. Yeah. So number nine. Number nine, I have the new Arsenal signing. Arsenal fan TV's buzzing. Um, <laughs> Thomas Partey. <laughs> yeah, that okay. Such a good signing. Yeah. Yeah, he was great for Atletico. I have him higher, actually. Okay. I think it's going to... I think Arsenal need to play um, Ceballos a bit more because I think that's going to be super... Uh, definitely midfield, him and Ceballos. Yeah. Because he, he he's, you know, that strong midfielder, whereas Ceballos is more of that... He's a good dribbler, good vision. So I think that could be a really good duo. And he was... I think, yeah, I'm going to switch between my eight and nine. I think Party is nine. Okay. Such a, yeah, great signing for Arsenal. They're actually going to be a really cool team to watch. Yeah. He's kind of like a player they've been missing. Yeah, for sure. Kind of that CDM rock at the back. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Atletico have been producing some great players. Shout out to them. Yeah. But number nine, FIFA <laughs> have Idrissa Gay. The PSV man. Oh, uh, I didn't put him. Yeah, me neither. He was good for Everton. Mm-hmm. And he was seemingly good at the beginning for PSG. But after reading a bit, they were saying he's pretty inconsistent. Yeah. And not playing in the first team as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So I left him out. But FIFA still gave him an 84 rating. Yeah. Which is the same as the other players. But he's still a higher position. 
So, number eight. At number eight, I have Fernandinho from Man City. And I was actually... Okay. First, first I was going to put him higher, but I think we haven't seen enough of him at CDM just because of all those injuries City have been having and problems at center backs. He's had to fit in there, but he actually fit in just fine in the center back. And that just shows how good of a midfield, uh, how good of a center defensive midfielder he is because like his vision defensively is great. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I saw him play a bit more at CDM, I could have put him above some of the other people, some of the other players I have. But yeah, that's why he's in my eighth spot. I mean, I think he's been playing CDM for the last like five years at City. Yeah, it's just now recent. Yeah, but I still, I still think I have a bit higher. Mm-hmm. But just at number eight, I have his fellow teammate, Rodri. Okay. Yeah. So I reversed. But then after reading a bit and some men were expressing how, like, um, I think they really rate Rodri, but he's not really fitting in with Guardiola's tactics. And despite his age, um, what's his name? Fernandinho is much more productive and better at the CDM role, despite, well, just because he's been there for so long. I still think Rodri was a great signing from Atletico. It's pretty expensive. Everyone's everyone's kind of labeling him as the Busquets replacement for Spain and could have been for Barca because they're really similar players. And the fact that he's not really adjusting the Pep Guardiola system is pretty surprising if you think about how Pep played at Barca with Busquets and all of them. Yeah. But yeah, so I have I have him at eight. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, eight, yeah. nine, twelve, eleven, ten. Yeah, eight. FIFA has someone, I don't think either of us have put it. in Marcelo Rozovic from Inter. Uh, yeah, I don't have him. I don't, I don't really, he's not even playing for Inter at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because of injury or just because. He's not getting chosen by Antonio Conte, but oh, whoa, whoa! Breaking news: nine minutes ago, Ronaldo has COVID nineteen. No way! <laughs> yeah, what? I just saw that when looking up um Syria for that. Wow! When I looked yeah. up Juve for before. Yeah, he does. Wow, that's actually that's crazy. We hopefully he's fit for the Barca game. Whatever that is. Mm. But yeah. So moving on to number seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, number seven, I put Rodri just in front of Fernandinho for Yeah. That's either or I had I had yeah. Yeah, just what do you think about him? <sighs> I think he's a bit like he's a bit slow for like City's style of play, yeah. like he he kind of slows the tempo down, but he's also like he's like he's like on while he has possession, it's like he's great, and defensively he's good too. But I think like on counterattacks or times when they could go for it quickly, he's not like the best at that. But on the ball, 
I, like when when they're in possession in the other team's half, I think he does pick out good passes. So I don't know, but like you said, Fernandinho kind of understood what Pep wanted more. So when it, he wanted them to counter quick, Fernandinho knew like how to do that. I don't know. I think Rodri yeah. just maybe a year or two and he'll fit in better. Yeah, after probably this season, the the our position will be reversed. Because he's for the future. And that would have been such a great signing for Barca, if you think about it. Because he's literally the same yeah. player as Busquets. And if Busquets mentored him for like a two, one, two years, that would have been great. But that's happening for Spain anyway. So Spain should be happy. They have their new Busquets yeah. or their first Rodri. Yeah, so at number seven, I have Fernandinho. Yeah. It's, it's just... Whether or not, I think within a year we'll go with a year order. But as of now, I think City fans prefer Fernandinho because of how long he's been with this team. And obviously he's well-adjusted and despite his age, he's such a reliable yeah. player. And number seven, FIFA have Wilfred and Didi. Oh, wow. Wilfred and Didi. That's lower than me. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. I rate him. Mm. I think it's... Oh, yeah, we'll discuss that later. But, yeah, he's 84 rated as well. Oh, okay. So, a lot of people are 84. Yeah. So, moving on to number six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, I have Henderson from Liverpool. Okay. And I, I, I was actually debating whether, like, no way he's going to be higher on my list. I was actually thinking about putting him like eighth or ninth, but but I, I don't know. There's been lots of hype around him, which I don't really agree with because I, I think he's a great captain, but in terms of like impact on in Liverpool's game, I, like, I don't think he's, he's like very good. Like I think Liverpool could do it without him. Like he, he doesn't play in a central role in that apart from, I don't know being captain, but I think Virgil can do, it plays just as much as a central role in, you know, organizing his team. So, no. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, he, he's, uh, he's a I, I have him higher. Oh, okay. But yeah, I see what, I see what you mean. I have Ndidi at six. Okay. So yeah. I'll explain why, finally. You've been probably thinking about that. Like like all the other lesser players we've pretty much been talking about in our rankings. Mm-hmm. Extremely, extremely valuable and underrated to them. Yes. He's like he's very he's extremely instrumental to their success. Like I've pretty much said about every single lesser player. But he's yeah, I don't know what else to say. He's really vital to their team, his defense, his passing. His aggression, his stamina, they're all, like, very big. He's very strong. Great, strong, his strong positions. And, yeah, he's been, I mean, I, I think maybe Chelsea were interested in him. Like, as an alternative, like, before they went for Declan Rice. But I'm sure Leicester would not be willing to sell another one of their big great players yeah because you could really see his impact now that he's a bit injured mm-hmm. 
and also got slapped by West yeah. Ham. Yeah, so he's actually very underrated. Nigeria, man. Yeah. So I have him at six. And at number six, um, FIFA have a Rodri. So they give him an 85 rating. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's pretty understandable. Yeah. I see where they go. So moving on to number four, number, number five. five. Yeah, top five. Yeah, <laughs> top five. Um, fifth place, I have yeah Fabinho. Um, okay. Liverpool. I, yeah, I think he he did fit into their team. Um, Quite nicely, when they um, yeah, when they signed him, and it was actually a pretty quick transition for for him. And I think Liverpool actually really needed him because if you think about it, their front line is obviously amazing, back line's amazing, and they're really just missing out on a, f- a solid midfield. And he brought that, and I think you know he played an essential role in in them winning the Premier season. And even yeah. the year before with Champions League. Yeah. yeah. I have him higher, but at number five, I have Henderson, his Liverpool teammate. Okay, yeah. I think that, I mean, what you said is pretty understandable. He's, you don't really, I think his best trait is obviously his leadership, but he's also pretty strong defensively and passing-wise. Mm-hmm. And he's actually faster than most people. And he's a few goals here and there, a few assists. Mm-hmm. CM rolled really well, just keeping the game flowing for Liverpool. And I understand if whether someone would put him lower or higher, but yeah. I think top five, fifth place is pretty good. Yeah. Number five, FIFA actually agreed with me. They have him at number five. Oh. They give him an 86 rating, which is actually pretty wow. big. Yeah. It's kind of funny because he was like one of those players that like everyone was telling Liverpool to sell when they were kind of like in that rebuild period. And now he's 86 rated on FIFA and yeah. their captain as they won the Prem and all that. Yeah. And he plays really well for England. He's also instrumental for them too. Yeah. He's a great, he's, he's a good leader. Yeah, for sure. Great. Number four? Number four, uh, I have Busquets. Yeah, I, I think... Okay. I think maybe... I think he's getting a bit old, but I, I think for him, age really doesn't affect the way he plays. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't need good stamina, like, in his playing style. So or good physicality because he's so smart, you know, with his interceptions, rarely gets into one, one-on-one situations, just gets the ball. If there's pressure, he finds a pass. If not, you know, he can take space and find a better pass. So I think he's just solid all around and he's been essential for Barca for the past like 10 years. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also had him four, but I think I'm quickly changing that. Um, Switching him and Fabinho around. Okay. I think just 
Fabinho is kind of weird. Like, I'm not, do Liverpool play him and um, Henderson at the same time a lot? Or I'm pretty sure they're like interchangeable. Oh yeah, I, no, I think Henderson plays a bit higher sometimes. Okay, plays like center. Yeah, cause Fabinho. He's obviously like a rock at defense. Yeah, he's adjusted really well to Liverpool, like you said, much better than I anticipated. He was from that like crazy Monaco side. Yeah. He's probably like him and Mbappe are the ones who are the best now, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, he's pretty he's important to that Liverpool team. Scored that rocket against Man City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think if you compare him and Busquets, I think I just quickly put Busquets higher than him. Because Busquets is a much more underrated and important role for Barca as part of their tactics. Fabinho is kind of like they don't really rely on him as much as Barca relies on Busquets to to play well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's kind of more like a defensive player rather than like than being influential in the passing. And yeah. He... But I, yeah. Well, well, FIFA put Busquets at four. 87 rating, 31 years oh. old. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. And up next. At third? Yes, sir. Top three. Uh, <laughs> at third, I have Ingolo Kante from Chelsea. Okay, yeah? Yeah. Just, uh, I think Kante is really just like that. Like, if I want a, a CDM who, like, I don't know, can do both and, like, like he doesn't bring much offensively, but just because of the amount he runs, he's always somehow there, like, offensively. <laughs> he's so, always there. Yeah, so, you know, maybe, like, I don't know, on the ball, he's not amazing, but in terms of def- uh, interceptions, like, he's, he's amazing. Like, I thought that season... When they won with when they won with Leicester, like I thought he was their best player. Like Mares, obviously Mares and Vardy were great, but I think yeah, like without Conte, it, they definitely would wouldn't have won. So I think um, I don't think he had the greatest season in Chelsea this year. They still made Champions League, but I think in the well they in the past, well he's won a Premier League with Chelsea and then. I think he he's been he he's always been been like a uh, like their their go to midfielder so he's always there mm-hmm. playing 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 so yeah yeah he's he's always there like you said kind of just like a meme at this point yeah he doesn't really bang in the goals or assists anymore he's just there but he's very helpful he's pretty underrated for that Chelsea team he's actually. More important than you think he is. Yeah. Nah, but I have him. I have Fabinho at third. I sorry, I have Busquets at third. Yeah, for, yeah. For the reason I said before, how important he is for Barca. Yeah, he is getting older, but and he's not as good defensively as he used to be. But I think his passing is still there, and he continues to be important to, for that regrouping Barca side. But yeah, I think Kante is better than him. Yeah. And at third, um, FIFA put Fabinho. Oh wow! Okay. 
Yeah. Does it give him that 87 rating too? Yeah. So that was top two. Yeah, top two is tough, but I think second I'm going to go with Casemiro. Wait, I'm so confused, bro. I think I'm yeah, yeah, that's someone. what I was to say. <laughs> I don't know if you're okay. I'm, we're gonna keep the suspense. I really think you're missing. I I, I, I missed think that someone. means I'm. I see the. Uh, Wait, okay, so yeah, I have Casemiro. Well, we'll we'll, we'll keep yeah. the suspense. I'm so I have Casemiro at second, and yeah, okay. I think like like men like many other teams they have that one, like he's in the past years he's kind of been that Busquets for Real Madrid. If you think about mm-hmm. it, but just like I wouldn't say like he doesn't really get on the ball as much. I don't think, but defensively, I think he's super good. So yeah, he's vital. Yeah, he's vital. Like second, I have Kante for all those reasons you said. Okay, but I I, I know <laughs> like I I want to know who I'm missing now. I'm so excited, but yeah, Kante second, and you probably would guess Casemiro first. Yeah, and I, I don't know after after a second um he falls off Kante idiot rated. Oh yeah. But let's let's see who your first place player is. Okay, I have Thiago. A CDM? Yeah, he played CDM for Bayern. I thought he was a center. Oh, I have him at center mid. Yeah. Sort of FIFA Tough call, but yeah. You're telling me you have, you have three Liverpool CDMs in your top five? <laughs> How do they have three CDMs? <laughs> Henderson's not in my top five, but yeah. <laughs> the, the, Thiago played CDM for Bayern in um, last season, so that's why I consider him a CDM. But and I, but I think now for Liverpool, he's going to play more of an attacking role, obviously because they have Fabinho. But I think Bayern. Like Javi, obviously Javi Martinez didn't play much, so he was really their CDM, and then they had Goretzka and Miller in front of him. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I wouldn't consider him a CDM at all. I think for me, he's like the perfect Iniesta center mid. That's literally what he is to me. Because CDM is more like of a defensive player. It's kind of the bridge between the field and the defense. Like, he doesn't go up and attack for assists and all that. Like, Busquets back. Kante is also kind of like center mid, but you could count him as a CDM. I don't think Thiago at all. I think, but we, when, when you're saying he plays CDM or Bayern, yeah. with what? With Kimmich at yeah, right back Kimmich. and then Goretzka and Müller. Yeah. Oh, because he 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 is not the same as okay. I don't. Know. I I wouldn't even include him in the CDM because I don't think he's a CDM. So that kind of like changes yeah. the dynamic of these rankings. That's yeah. the only problem with this. It's not like the NBA where yeah. everyone has a position. If you but yeah, I understand. If, if yeah, Thiago you... is really good. Would you consider him better than Casemiro if you didn't consider him a CDM or no? No. But it's different players, different playing styles, I guess. Yeah, they're completely different. Yeah. I think everyone's kind of just gassing Thiago up now because of how well he's been playing for Liverpool. Because literally last year, he's kind of like bench for Bayern at some moments. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, 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 
I don't think he was very happy. Like, he announced he wanted to leave. And then after that, like, they started trying out Kim and Chet CDM and stuff. Or other mm-hmm. alternatives. Yeah, that makes sense. I still think Casemiro's better. Mm-hmm. At, at their respective positions. Casemiro's pretty. He's just like a rock. <laughs> yeah. He's just so, like... I think his his rating. Well, FIFA put him as a first CDM at eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I don't know. You could argue, but I'm actually so. If Barca didn't even get Thiago, like they didn't even they weren't even willing to pay. That just pissed me off. Yeah. Unfortunately, he would have been. He's literally an ex Barca product. Yeah. So, I guess. Do you want to hear the the rest of the top 10, 20 for CDMs? See what you think. Okay. They have Zakaria at 13. You know who that is? From uh, the Swiss guy. Which from Mujicara, yeah, yeah. Then Alan Guiz, Leverkusen. I think he's good, actually. Get on the bus. Yeah, super good on the ball. Yeah, and then who are Anguiz? I haven't really been watching. Then then they have a couple players who are like CDM slash center mids. Okay. So people like Paulinho, Gundogan, Fernando, Vidal, Vanega, Matuidi, Emre Can, Daniela Pereira. It's all players you'd expect. He just signed for PSG, no? Daniel Pereira. Who? Yeah, yeah. alone. Yeah, so... Well, that pretty much sums up this episode. Yeah. Top 10 CDMs. We finished with what I would say a CM as first place, but... Yeah. I don't know. You could argue. Let us know what you think. If you enjoyed, like and subscribe. Thank you, Pablo. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> and stay tuned for more so thank you very much for listening to the global game podcast and i'll see you soon see ya